not in the actual path, but I think they can be. I think they have been helpful to a lot of people to uh, take them outside of the, of the rigid framework of their conceptions and their conditioning and to realize uh, the potential for what there is to be gained. And I know that in some traditions, uh, you know, plant-derived psychedelics are used as a, a part of the path. So maybe I should say I don't see it as being any part of the the path where, where the, as opposed to uh, all paths, uh, refers to the Buddhist path. Because the Buddhist path is very much one of, of training your mind and uh, training your mind in such a way that you have control over cognitive processes and, and mental states. Um, and the effect of psychedelic drugs is pretty much the antithesis of this, the way that it allows people to experience uh, different modes of perception, different, uh, different uh, levels of consciousness and so forth, is it's externally imposed. Uh, chemically alters the function of uh, various neural circuitry and, and produces the mental experience as a result. So the path, what I think of as the path, is that you're training your mind, uh, changing your brain in such a way that uh, not only those sorts of perceptual shifts, but much more than that, can be accomplished in independence from external factors. And that's a really important part of it, the idea that you are independent. I mean, the, the, the main thing that the Buddha uh, uh, offered in terms of uh, the goal of the path of meditation is a freedom from suffering and a happiness that was independent of external factors. And throughout every aspect of, of Buddhist training is the, the wish and desire to uh, no longer be uh, subject in terms of, of your experience, to be subject in the same way to the contingency of this uh, ever-changing world that we find ourselves in. So the 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 reason I'd ask that is that um, <clears throat> I done I've done a, a psilocybin a few times uh, not, not recently and it wasn't for the uh, the perceptual shift like uh, that, that that wasn't so important for me but that coming down was this process of like a magnification and clarification that I could see like just a small part of my own mind, mm -hmm. um, but much more clearly than I could normally. And, and for yeah. being here for 24 hours, it's been yeah. uh, pretty much the same experience of seeing a, a small part much more clearly. Yes, yes, I, I agree with that. I, I've done a lot of different kinds of things like that in the past too, and I know what you mean. I, I would pretty much include that in perceptual shift. <laughs> Maybe I'm using a broader definition of perception in you. But um, 
Let me approach it a different way. If in meditation uh, in practice a person can occasionally have a really profound experience, uh, an altered state of consciousness, and that can be accompanied by some insight, uh, seeing themselves, experiencing their mind in a different way than they normally do. And undoubtedly that experience, uh, in addition to being, oh wow, amazing, isn't this wonderful, uh, can give them some degree of of, uh, insight, at least in the sense of of, of opening them up, opening themselves up to uh, different possibilities of ways of being. But if somebody has this, and, and this happens quite frequently, is that somebody in, in meditation in a retreat or, or even in an ordinary weekly meditation class will tell me, I've had this really incredible experience, you know, and they're, they, they use all kinds of superlatives in describing it, and it's obviously affected them very deeply. And the fundamental question from the point of view of the path is, do you know how you got there, and can you repeat that? Can you do that again? And can you can you not only go back to that place, but go further with it? And if the answer is no, then it's still at the level of a psychedelic experience induced by drugs. And, and the meditator still has to go back and continue following the path with the systematic training. Because where, where you want to get to is where uh, you can do this with consistency. Not necessarily absolutely every time you sit down. But you can consistently, given the right conditions, that you can bring your mind to such a state, explore it, and, as I say, even move beyond it. So, um, And it's because those states do have value when they occur spontaneously in meditation. Uh, I don't deny that they have value because they have a very real value. On the one hand, they're highly motivating. Uh, On the other hand, they are illuminating. And so I wouldn't deny that psychedelics, I think feel they have exactly the same uh, kind of effect. I mean, all of these, I don't know how many tens of thousands of North Americans after using psychedelics went to to Thailand and Burma and Sri Lanka and everything. And <laughs> <laughs> studied it. They were motivated. They suddenly realized that, you know, there's... And the same thing is true of me, that, that you know, I had that kind of experience as well. So it has its value. But it, it's limited in that sense. <clears throat> 